Well, hello. We're back. Not for uh, an event-specific commentary this time. We're actually here to fill a Patreon request. You, too, can have a Patreon request fulfilled. Let me tell you about it first. Uh, so this is from our patron who goes by many names. I think his real name is Kobe, but uh, he goes by uh, Veli in, in the Discord. And now he has a different name in the Discord. He changes his name in the Discord like every week. So he's Kobe. Uh, <laughs> I don't know his Twitter handle as I should have looked at that beforehand. But, you know, make yourself known in the uh, in the post after we post it. Um, so hello to you. Thank you. Thank you about that. Uh, originally, he requested that we do fight commentary and analysis for some Ilya Toporia fights, which I was down for. For sure, I, I love Toporia. Uh, then he kept changing his mind <laughs> every week. He's like, wait, hold on. I want you to do this. Uh, and now he has he is changed his mind permanently to Kai Asakura. He wants, he wants some Kai Asakura commentary. So uh, we're going to do it, but I'm not going to do the correct order of the name, like Japanese, like Asakura Kai. That, that's extra. You got to pay extra for that, right, Shiro? <laughs> yeah, even I can't do that, and I'm technically Asian. It's just, yeah, I'll call him Kai. I'll call, you know, I'll give you that. I'll, give, I'll, call, I'll probably call him both names, honestly. I'm not going to be able to stick to anything, but uh, yeah, we're going to do it. We're going to talk about some of those fights. So he picked out three fights uh, from Asakura's career in Ryzen that we're going to do commentary over. So if you're listening to this on a podcast app, you're just going to have to find the links to the fights and uh, sync up where we are. I'll tell you what, what the time is. Uh, but if you're yeah, free, so that's good. Yeah, exactly. They're all on YouTube. Um, but what would be even easier is if you just subscribe to the Patreon for $3 minimum, you get access to all of our exclusive content, including a bunch of commentaries like this and a higher tiers allow you to make requests. So this is the $20 tier, um, which seems steep, but then you realize you're, you can request, you know, three or four fights. So that could be, you know, an hour plus of commentary. That's a lot of freaking seven dollars a fight. This yeah, yeah, it's a lot of analysis, dude. Uh, I am the accountant. Yeah, thanks for doing the math. Um, but yeah, it's it's like maybe you prefer reading. Uh, there's an article tier as well, but I feel like a lot of us don't prefer reading. We'd like to watch a fight and get the analysis at the same time. We can all figure it out together. Um, the, you know, the downside is that we're not really going over it with a fine tooth comb we're probably not going to go back and forth we're just going to watch it straight through so if there's something that you need to analyze we're not going to go back it's just going to happen so i guess that would be the benefit of requesting an article but i mean you can be creative with the way you make your request maybe you say just this one fight but i want you to go over it with the fine tooth comb and really go back and forth and break things down uh when i do my resume reviews i do that a lot so that's that subscribe to us on patreon when we hit our 200 uh patron goal which Honestly, by the time this comes out, maybe we'll have already hit it. Um, we're very close. Um, but when we do that, we're going to release our top five uh, UFC fights of all time. There's going to be article breakdowns on those, and there's going to be commentary videos on those fights, and that's going to be a good time. And uh, you know, we're almost there. So, sure, I'm doing a reveal which one you're doing. Uh, yeah, I'm doing uh, Robert Whitaker versus Yo Romero, too. So maybe one of the craziest fights ever. Uh, we have uh, four more, as he mentioned, top five that are all as good. So you should probably, I mean, we should probably make it sound like we need uh, a ton so that they subscribe. So we're very, very far away from the goal. Yeah, we need more time, honestly. <laughs> we're not going to be able to release these all at once. It's probably going to be like one one article and commentary per week. Uh, that's like a full month yeah. rollout because I gave somebody till the end of April to get theirs done because I know they need lots of time because they take forever <laughs> to do things. So uh, it's not true. Um, uh, so, you know, just gives buy-in some extra time. Me. But yeah, 
but you know, subscribe anyway. The, mon- the money is definitely helpful. So, uh, without further ado, we're going to watch some fights. So, Kai Asakura uh, was the Ryzen Bantamweight champion at one point. Uh, Ryzen's weird because they don't have a flyweight division, they have their Bantamweight division that might be slightly lighter, like it might be 130. I'm pretty sure it's just regular Bantamweight. So, they have flyweights competing in their Bantamweight division, like uh, Kyoji Horiguchi, uh, Hiramasa Ogikubo, um, Uka Sasaki, who's in the UFC now, uh, or did he go? What, what what was the order? Yeah, I think he left the UFC. He left the Ryzen. UFC and went to Ryzen. That's right. Um, yeah, because I remember he got the killed by Jushi Formiga like a couple years ago. So true. So true. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Kaya Sakura has had a good career. He came from the outsider promotion in Japan, which I don't know it super well, but I think their whole shtick is that it's like reformed street toughs. It's like gang members. <laughs> Just like people with, with rough upbringings. That's actually pretty interesting. And him and his brother both fit that description. Uh, Mikuru Asakura is his brother, a, a lightweight or a featherweight. I forget which. Um, maybe both. I, I haven't done my research, obviously. But uh, yeah, he came into Ryzen 9-1 and one and uh, had a pretty good showing in his first fight. He finished uh, Kizaiman Saiga, who I think has competed in kickboxing a decent amount as well. Uh, and then his second fight in Ryzen, he fought uh, Manel Cape, who we all know is in the UFC now and uh, has wins over uh, Asakura and over Horiguchi, I believe, right? Did he beat Horiguchi? Yeah, I think Cape got knocked no, out. No, he didn't. He didn't beat Horiguchi. Who did he beat? Yeah. Who else did he beat? I think it was just Asakura uh, was his big yeah. one. Pretty much just Asakura's best one. He beat um, Takei Mizugaki, but that's not a great win. Such a good one. It got Cody Garbrandt <laughs> a title shot. It's a great one. Um, <laughs> so that'll, the, anyone who listens to Cody Garbrandt just instantly becomes worthless. Both the Ryzen understanders have logged on. We're very, very in deep with Ryzen. Anyway, not trying to give you the whole story in his career, just trying to set the, the scene. So this is his second fight in Ryzen. Um, at this time, uh, Manel Cape, he had just fought Horiguchi. So he, he debuted in Ryzen. He beat Erison Yamamoto, who's supposed to be good uh, because of his wrestling pedigree and the family he comes from. Had knocked him out. Then he fought Ian McCall and Ian McCall... Uh, it, it was like, it was, I mean, he was beating him, but then Ian McCall, like his head got cut along the ropes, which is, sounds like a really painful way to get a cut. And they had to stop it. It's a very Ian McCall way. Yeah. To yeah. He can't lose in normal ways. Uh, so that set him up with the with Horiguchi fight and the Horiguchi submitted him actually, which is pretty embarrassing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he, he was pretty raw then and, uh, he got a lot better. So this is, uh, his third fight with the promotion and it, it's a, it's a banger. So. I'm looking forward to watching this one. So if you are a person who is going to watch these on YouTube along with us, then you're going to want to set your time on the video to one minute and 21 seconds. So I'll give you a couple seconds to do that. Shiram and I are already there because we coordinated this. Very well organized. We are very professional. That's right. Um, but do you want to count us down? Three, two, one, go. And then on go, we'll start our videos. So if everyone's ready out there, you can't respond, but let's <laughs> that you can. Uh, three, two, one, go. Oh my god, they're fighting. So first, I'd just like to point out that uh, I am so mad the UFC is a void of creativity because look at those shiny red shorts. <laughs> yeah, the gold shorts don't look bad either. Mm-hmm. And the white the white canvas, I love that. All right, you, you take the lead on, on these, this analysis. I've been talking too much. Oh, no, that's no problem. This is actually the first time I'm watching this. Cape hits a pivot there, which is cool. Um, Ooh. Let's see. Oh, like the weave. Cape doing a lot of fancy uh, outside. Oh, he got a counter on the way in there. Azakor really wants him to walk in so he can uh, land that rear straight, time that. Yeah, I mean, even there, Cape was able to extend the exchange in him on the counter. Ooh, good reactive double. Oh, off the spin. 
Yeah, it was good uh, by Asakura pummeling for underhooks there and peeling them off and circling out. Grappling on the ropes looks really hard. Yeah, not stable enough and their ass can just fall through. Mm -hmm. So it looks like they're both struggling a little bit with the, with the range and not covering too much distance to, to not run into the ropes. And there, there's a little bit of tension. That was a good uh, step up kick by Cape. Yeah. Oh, and Sakura does it back to him. That's the thing with all the fancy stuff. Every time you hit it to someone, they're just instantly going to try to do it back to If you, you spin, I am going to spin. I mean, it's not a bad strategy. Ooh. Asakura uh, uses his uh, lead hand to, to faint and throw away strikes a little bit. He, he really definitely looks to get all his power on his rear hand at this point. Yeah, Cape likes his counters, which you've seen even in his UFC run. He likes that step-up kick, which is working. Um, oh, I like that little dipping jab oh, that he did oh, there. Oh, he's getting clipped here. Oh, oh boy. Him, beating him up. Oh, him. boy. Damn. Yeah, Asakura is just rocked and, and isn't moving and is getting nailed standing straight up here. But good uh, grabbing on the collar ties. I was going to say before he got rocked. You know, he, he kind of got blinded by the speed in that pocket. Oh, that was a Mesker there. Uh, he got blinded oh, in the nice. speed by, in the pocket, and uh, he just clinched up to, to try to avoid getting flurried, but uh, he still got flurried. <laughs> yeah, I mean, looking at the length of this video, surprised Asakura survived that. Mm -hmm. like, have a cool. Mounted guillotine, and he uh, tries to roll nice. through a pull guard. You can finish oh, yeah. that with That's... flat mount, honestly. Yeah, you can probably just uh, post up on the arm. That's what Rockhold did. Yeah. But... Arch your back in. We all make mistakes. I don't. That's what makes us human. I'm built different. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was about to say, it sucks to be human. Right, so we're back up, and Asakura seems to be... Oh, no. He, I was about to say he seems to be there, but his face doesn't look like he's it's, there. Yeah, you can see him <laughs> squinting a bit. One thing that we have seen about Manal Cape that's kind of decent uh, is that when he has someone hurt, he does go into... Oh, he walked him right into that like, one, oh. too. Oh, yeah. Wow. Sure. I like that outside trip finishing the single. All right, so we kind of yeah, thought that, like, Manel becoming an offensive wrestler was a newish thing in the UFC, but he's been taking people down the whole time. He really wants to guillotine him. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, like, the worst submission to be addicted to. Okay, he probably he tried to turn that into, like, that um, the deep side-ish guillotine, and he just slipped out. It's the official name now. Oh, I love soccer kicks. This is so refreshing. Oh, And man. grounded knees. Yeah, that time you need him right through the ropes, it looked like. Now he's trying to turn the corner. Asakura got a little lazy with his defense there, grabbed the head instead of uh, changing levels for underhooks. Uh, in all of these exchanges where, where Kate keeps trying to guillotine him, he's losing control of the legs, not allowing Asakura to roll through and get to his uh, hip down and, and build back up. And he's a little high it's on like, the hips uh, there with his double. trying to dig the underhook now, but... Yeah, to change the head. Yeah, it's really hard to defend like body locks and doubles against the ropes because you can just stick your arms through and do whatever you want in that space behind them, and they can't do anything about that. Yeah, I mean, the ropes change a, a ton. It's actually kind of, um, like, there. there's a reason a ton of guys who are in pride just struggle a lot against the fence. Yeah. There's way less you could do when you're the guy on the side of it. So that, that corner post seems like a good place to hang out. <laughs> it's yeah. the only stable spot in the, in the ring. Yeah, well, they get separated... A lot of chaotic collisions here. Yeah, this is a... I mean, we already knew that that's the kind of fight that Cape fights, but... I guess this is what it looks like when someone actually wants to, you know, come forward and create exchanges with him. Yeah, I mean, I think Cape versus someone like Figueredo would actually be interesting. Yeah. It's, like, kind of disappointing as he's been in the UFC so far, just because Fig's going to give him, like, this amount of inputs, mm -hmm. where Cape is going to have a ton of counter reads. Yeah. Okay. 
lot of lead like kicking in this fight. I'm a fan. Yeah, a lot of like round attacks on the lead is is a pretty good idea for Osakords because of all of the shifting and, and pivoting on the outside the cape likes to do. Yeah. Run him into something. Oh, he's backing himself up <laughs> to set up a spinning back fist. That is a very okay. specific setup. You see how he had pivoted out on that check hook there? Yeah. Cape's not, I mean, his footwork's fine in exchanges. It's just like we saw against uh, Pantoja that he can struggle on retreats. And Asakura doesn't look like a, a pressure fighter, really. Basically looks like whoever is trying to pressure is the one getting hit. <laughs> Pretty much. Both are better on the counter than they are on the lead, it looks like. But they're both very aggressive, so it makes for a great fight. They're not willing to uh, to be boring and, and rely on their win condition. They're just going to keep trying to make stuff happen. Which yeah, is why... The dipping jab that Cape entered with was really, really nice. Yeah. I guess that's why you know things like a jab and a more active lead hand are going to be really good tools for Asakura, because... He just needs people to throw at him. Yeah, uh, cross counter. Mm -hmm. I love this. Uh, this I don't know if it's 4K or what it is, but this HD cam for the replays looks so nice. Yeah. Oh. The UFC's started to try that, but not in the fights, which is annoying. Mm -hmm. It's like, yes, I want to see Kamaru Usman raising his hand before. The yeah, they fight. do it, and they <laughs> they do it in the fighter <laughs> announcements. Like, what is the point of or that? They do it like with the win announcement, and you're like, okay, not the highlights and super slow mo, but. She has a sponsor on her boob. It's crazy. Yeah, she looks nice. <laughs> kind of girl you can bring home to your parents. <laughs> well, I certainly can. She has sponsors, yeah. so you know she's well off financially. <laughs> That's also true. <laughs> so we're, we're, all, we're on for round two. Mm -hmm. Look at that. They got a little I mean, clock at the bottom of the, the ring. You see that? It's 15 seconds. Oh, yeah. That's convenient for the fighters. They can see how much time's left. I think we spoke too soon about them both being uh, really eager to create exchanges. Now I think they both realize why they're winning the ways they're winning. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is a thing that, we, again, we've seen with Kate before, is that um, he, he acts like kind of a wild man when he gets uh, the exchanges that he wants, but when he doesn't, he just kind of sits back. Mm -hmm. But the lead leg kicking's working well yeah, for Asakura. Definitely. We saw him do, oh, nice shot. Yeah, there you see Azakura starting to play with his lead hand a little bit more. He switched into... Uh... Yeah, we saw him shift into that left hand. Nice. Yeah, the long left hooks seem to be preferred for both of them rather than, like, jabbing. But <laughs> maybe they should just jab. <laughs> I mean, it's working as an entry for Azakura, at least. But Despite what John Cavanaugh says, I think the the left the long left hook like that is actually easier to counter than a 1-2. <laughs> I mean, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Mid-air oh, counter trying to hit that flying knee. knee. Oh, that's nasty. He's hurt. Oof, he just, he's, he, you see he ate that left hook. He's got a great chin, Asakura does. Yeah. I mean, we already saw how he survived. He's at least incredibly recoverable. Oh, that guy turned that left hook Ooh. into the collar tie there. That's a good entry. Ooh. And then he hit the uppercut off it. Now Asakura's back up against the ropes. I can see why. Oh, the devil entry and he runs nice. his feet. That was actually really nice. That was really nice the way he turned the corner there on that, and he, he drove super hard once he got that angle. That was, that was great. Yeah. Wasn't expecting that. <laughs> They're both such great athletes. Yeah, it's wild. And, like, there's a reason Asakura uh, got that win over. Like, even to meme someone like Koraguchi and win while you're not yeah. necessarily better, it takes a little bit of. Athletic meme potential, I guess. Americans have no idea 
because they only get Japanese fighters when they're post prime, so they don't think Japanese fighters are athletic or physical. But if you like actually watch Japanese MMA, it's ridiculous. You need to watch J Kick. A lot of yeah. J Kick guys are just insane. The Japanese wrestling team is also full of freaks. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Women too. Super strong, super uh, athletic, like traditionally athletic, not just like oh they're fast. Like they're just overall very good athletes. Yeah, I mean there are a ton of really strong, punchy Japanese guys. Racist ass UFC fans don't know. <laughs> I also think it's worth considering that Asakura is probably a bantamweight and Cape is a flyweight. Yeah, I mean that's the striking is not making a ton of difference. Yeah, but it probably now that he's on top of him, you're like, oh, he is much bigger yeah. than him. <laughs> <laughs> the back. Good uh, posting on the chest. Yeah, there's, there's, there are good things Asakura is doing, but it's also that Cape's doing nothing. Yeah. Just trying Cape's to regard like, here. Yeah, he's acting like he has an offensive guard and like trying to um, go high with it, but not really able to do much or controlling the arms. I think he's probably still in the like the learning BJJ stages of becoming a grappler and not just focusing on just get ups. He's still just trying to do normal stuff. So he's got that. That wizard, um, he's punching through there. So he's using it kind of like a half to, to keep the head down. But if he wants to put it underneath the chin, he can start to fish for a darse. Just gonna take that take that angle. Looks like Cape's just trying to sit up through like deep half, but uh, he's got nothing going for him. Oh, you see that Asakura just got height and dropped the knee on him. Yeah, it's always nice to see guys figure out like crap because a lot of the things is. Uh, people think that if there are grounded knees, people are just going to do them for free, and there are a lot of tactics that go into them. Mm -hmm. Someone like Shogun was great at that. It also like ignores how much control and grappling is done with your legs. <laughs> so if you're kneeing people, yeah. then you're giving them a, a window to get up. Like we've seen people, you know, lose side control, lose turtle, and stuff like that when they try to hit knees to the body, like in, in the unified rules, for example. Um, yeah, I mean, that's why someone like um, Shogun was so good, because he'd let guys turn and kick them. Mm -hmm. He's using uh, stomps as, as passes, too. He's passing the guard by standing up and just stomping the head and sitting through. <laughs> <laughs> Had a little bit of buffering, but got to the point where Asakura's face got wiped. I'm at uh, 12.33 on the video, as I said that. Oh, God. Okay. More than a little bit of buffering. Oh. So he's uh, posting to trap the head in the ground and hitting these huge grounded knees and he stands up for a soccer kick. Sasakura. And there's trying to stomp pass. There's all the stuff we just talked about. Alright. Yeah, I don't watch Ryzen religiously. I've seen a decent amount of fights, but I haven't seen like all of it, obviously, so I'm not sure if they have anyone who's like a dedicated grappler who uses that all really effectively yet, but I'm sure there's been people that have put on good performances like that. We're in between rounds right now. I'm going to show the replays. Yeah, I'm about there. I skipped forward a little bit. Saw that long left hook into the right hand entry. Mm -hmm. The uh, counter for the jump kick, which is a nice check hook. Yeah, <laughs> check hook midair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. That stomp didn't actually land a ton, it looked like, but the soccer kick was close. Just the visual is good enough. <laughs> yeah, and the knee landed. I think it was just a sellout at the end of the round because I already blanketed him the entire round. Just try to get some yeah. offense off. I like the shaky ref cam. <laughs> That's always the charming part about the like pride 
if the replays have that. Mm. There's a nice lady again. I'm like, they should. Oh, there's the lady. I was going to say they didn't show her to me. <laughs> All right, round three starting for me. See what they do here. Um, so I guess it, they do overall scoring for for Ryzen, but I think despite all that control that Asaporo just had, Kate beat him up really bad in the first round. So I would expect yeah. him to be up so far, but maybe if Asakura has more success here, they'll, they'll give it to him. Yeah, I mean, and Asakura hurt him in round one too, so not as badly, I think, right. but it was still a significant thing. So if you're thinking unified rules, like maybe it would be a 10-8, but... Who came closer to ending the fight is probably Cave. Yeah, I think just uh, Asakura needs more non-committal oh. tools. Everything is like I'm going to exchange now. <laughs> like you need a little bit more to work with on the outside. Yeah, I mean he could probably draw out uh, Cave's counters a little bit better if he did that. He, he likes that left hook as the entry. Yeah, not really. He went left hook, right kick, which is always a, a classic. Cape straight kicking the body a little bit. I mean, that's something you'd expect to see more from Oscar, just given the length. Yeah. Oof. I mean, Walked right into a counter right. Yikes. Well. Oh, Cape tries to knee pull entry. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice hit on the break. Cape has a chin. We knew that already, but. It's that Rob Whitaker. <laughs> hit the, the knee pull single and uh, punch him off the break. Oh, it tries the body oh, punch there and gets countered. <laughs> So you get for trying to be good. Well deserved against someone that athletic and. There's Cape actually sent up his kicks a little bit. But... Yeah, hand trapping into it. Playing off a left straight entry now. I like that. He's gone south. Is he usually southpaw? Oh, okay. Cape, yeah, he is. Yeah, because I remember he switches. Though. I saw both switch around, so I got confused on which one does other, uh, does their things from where. Oh, nice little nice. Oh, double double check hook there from uh, Asakura. Yeah, his uh his entries, I mean, I think being the taller guy and then entering tall, the way he strikes, it's a good recipe to get countered the way he's been countered. Um so definitely some mechanical built in defense that needs to be worked on. But yeah, I mean he's yeah, a young fighter at this point. It's also kind of hard to see why he beat Horiguchi just from this fight because like he doesn't look that sharp of a counter puncher at this point, and like he can get scared off by speed. Yeah, like Capes had a lot of free entries. Entry, so it kind of makes it clear that he's vulnerable in extended exchanges. Nice shot. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Capes definitely faster. <laughs> I mean, I think Cape looks kind of generally better on the feet. It's just kind of tricky for him to get past a the length mm -hmm. and b just general passivity issues. Oh. Ooh. See, there was a good jab to interrupt the exchange there from Cape. Oh, <laughs> and he's weaving off these hooks really well, and that's putting Asakura yeah, out, that out of position. Fight, and uh, the extended exchanges have generally all been Cape. So, Asakura, I think he could probably benefit more from that lead leg kicking that worked in the second round early, I think, uh, just as something to not give Cape a ton of entries. But the fact that he has to, like, leap into them means that he's uh, getting check-hooked on those two. Yeah. I think just one important conceptual thing is that Asakura is the one who's more yeah. pathologically addicted to leading, and and Cape I think has settled yeah, into the, the back foot role now. Not doing much. <laughs> yeah, 
especially after a, a huge flurry in round one. It was nice how he controlled the hands there on that exchange, though. It's a decently high-level stuff. Oh, nice. Well, counter knee there, too. And that's the thing. Asakura's extending the exchanges when it's not necessarily good for him, and it's giving Cape a ton of reads once he's gotten like a little bit of the, of the rhythm. The transitional offense is working well for Asakura, though. I'll be honest, at this point, like, just based on this fight, if you say, oh, he's going to be in the UFC in, like, three three years or so, um, <laughs> I would expect him to be doing better. <laughs> Looks pretty good oh, here. Yeah. I mean, he got hit got with a straight, but also I poked. <laughs> it's the old DC. It's a pokey straight. Might have been, like, knuckle in the eye. That looked like it hurt him badly. Oh, yeah, that's a... Fingers, yeah, it was all fingers. Oh, it was, uh, <laughs> I was trying to knee tap him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was a post. It was it's a okay. post. We still love you. Whoops. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> if Leon can do it, you oh, can no, do not it. Not everyone gets the Leon pass. His face was messed up too. Asakura's. Oh, yeah. Well, he got cut up yeah. after he got rocked in the, I mean, in the first second, round. I think he got hit pretty hard off that the check hook. Yikes. It's been a wild one. Let's see, we're at uh, 1937. I don't think they're going to break very long here. Yeah, everything's... Because the video's almost over. ...evened out to be about where you are now for me. He's saying he can see what's like. I mean, I I know the future. Yeah. I know that they he don't stop the fight. So. Right. <laughs> well, that 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 is the fight if finishes. The fight finishes not that there is a finish. A finish, even if that's a decision. <laughs> it's confusing the language. Is what people who work with the law do best. Alright, they're about to restart here. Don't know how much time's left on the clock, but yep. they're fighting. Yeah, speaking. Not much has happened to the other. <laughs> Keep throwing bicycle kicks. <laughs> yeah, he's doing a lot of uh, just staying a little bit out of range and just checking the hands on uh, Asakura's entries, just staying out of dodge. And if you can just parry them and get your counter off that, it's probably safer than trying to weave inside yeah, or outside of them to, to get your counters off. Now. Does it there though? Take off his punches, which is smart. Okay. He's talking to him. <laughs> oh, nice! I like that little throw oh. straight he did oh. center and on the the hook. Yeah. He is fast. Um. So, Asakura wins the split decision. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't think I agree. Um. But. I don't, it's probably just a top control decision. It happens. That's weird, though. I didn't think I'm that was something they would really prioritize. <laughs> happens. I think Cape pretty clearly won the third round. Uh, he pretty clearly won the first round, and both of them were pretty damaging rounds. Yeah, like maybe I'm applying my, my unified scoring blinders and saying that, you know, the majority of the fight happened yeah, on the feet. 
Cape won the fight on the like, feet, so he should have won the fight. Too, as well. There were like spots in every round where we were like, okay, Asakura is uh, in a little bit of trouble here, right? Yeah, yeah. Weird. I don't know. And and like, Asakura's ground and pound, like with the, the knees and and everything, looked pretty significant. But I don't think that was quite. Quite as clean as, as it looked at first when we saw in the replays. Judges can't but, see that, so like I get it. But, but I think it, even if those right. were perfect, it wouldn't have been. Okay, I keep doing the, the peck thing. I'm glad he lost now. <laughs> <laughs> so Asakura wins two more fights in a row after this, and he gets a, uh, a non-title bout versus Kyoji Horiguchi, who we all know <laughs> should have been in the UFC the whole time and should never have left and would have beat TJ in a rematch and is overall. one of the best. He's awesome. So, with that in mind, we're going to watch that fight next. And I believe if you're trying to sync up with the video, it's a one, 126. It's a Ryzen 18, by the way. We didn't tell you the event last time. And you figured it out on your own. But it's going to be Ryzen 18, 126 of this year video. Uh, yeah. But <laughs> whenever you're ready, Sharon, we can do, you can do the countdown. My computer go haywire. Okay, I should be ready. Three, two, one, go. All right, touch gloves. We can see another uh, guy who gives you a lot of space and dares you to close it. Matchup. Also, someone who can enter Valia. There's the counter right hand from Horiguchi. Got a check hooked on that blitz there. Mm hmm. And Horiguchi, uh, much more, more faint-oriented. And a better outside kicking game than Cape, so theoretically a harder matchup. Ooh, flying the entry from uh, Asakura. Not much happening yet. Oh, there's a big counter. Oh, he tried that weaving hook there, which is a good way to get him off, but nice knee there from uh, Asakura. Frames off. Ooh, yeah, he likes that. Oh, That's big a good stepping entry. knee. I mean, when the guy's hurt against the ropes. Yeah. Oh, that hurt him. Oh, oh yeah. Johnson Baden's way back up. So I think I think in the replay they'll show us uh, the shot that rocked him, but I think uh, it was just Toriguchi coming in on a long one-two from the outside, and he walked into a right hand. I feel like that's... Simple as it gets, yeah. and everything that happened after that was just. Yeah. I mean, there's. Horiguchi was rocked. <laughs> Horiguchi's. We saw in the, the rematch of this fight, Horiguchi the kind to build on his entries and uh, play more of an attritional game, so it's tough to take a mm -hmm. time from a short fight, but, you know, we were worried for him after this fight. Oh, yeah, we thought he was, he was done. Because afterwards, he was like, oh, Ryzen was forcing me to fight with knee injuries, and I was, you know completely hobbled and couldn't do a lot of stuff and yeah, I mean, sounded like he was down bad. If it was true, then that's like a good excuse, but also, it's the kind of thing, yeah. It but it's also true. the kind of thing that people say when they just lose. Yeah. Yeah. There's Mike Brown telling yeah, it's him okay. it's okay. We all still love he still loves energy. Waiting for this replay, yeah, man. Taking a while. Darian Caldwell after this, I believe. So, yeah. I mean, the strikes were awful, but still. 
The the first fight wasn't too bad. The second fight was really bad. Uh, it's all Darian Caldwell's fault anyway. It is absolutely. I trying to wrestle in the ring is illegal. You can grapple in the ring, but you can't just like hold positions on on the, the ropes and stuff. The floor. That's my humble opinion. These girls are wearing clean white outfits, but they have the sponsors on their skin. That's very, very smart. You don't, you don't want to uh, do it. Oh, what? There's no replay. Ooh, we have to go back. Let's go back. Let's go back to the the moment he got rocked. It's pretty early. Seems like it, I'm at two oh nine in the video. Seems like it's gonna happen soon. Yeah, it's at two two twelve is when it gets rocked. So I'm setting it for two eleven. Yeah, and I'm gonna set the playback speed to half, to 0.5. Do you know how to do that? I'm just gonna look at it over and over again. You can do that too. <laughs> so, oh man, missed it. <laughs> so, you plants hard in his lead foot, saying, oh, here's the entry, faints it, doesn't come in, then takes a hop step forward. Yeah, he telegraphs it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Slips outside the right hand and uh and hits him. Uh, uh coming in. Toasty, relax, buddy. Also a Kyle um, Sakura fan. Shut up, girl. <laughs> yeah, she said no. <laughs> that was a nice game. Toasty. Relax. And, I mean that's generally the worry that people have with like the karate boxer type is that when they get countered it's probably gonna be fairly hard. Because the weight's committed, and even like even guys like Whitaker, when you saw him like the, right. the Darren Till counter, you're like, oh well, he's probably completely dead now. Mhm. Mm Sad. But as we all know, uh, Borgucci wins the rematch uh, in under three minutes, and he tells him it was an easy fight, and uh, he does it with they calf kicks, which energy. we all know aren't real. <laughs> Very disgraceful. So. After this fight, he fights uh, Oka Sasaki, and I watched that fight, actually, it was pretty quick, and Sasaki was just trying to, you know, dive bomb on his legs, and Asakura was doing a good job limp, -le limp legging out of singles, and just beating him up while he's on his knees, and soccer kicking him and kneeing him, and just did a nice job punishing him for trying to grapple, like a coward, and uh, yeah, it was, it was good, it was good stuff. Knocked him out, uh, broke his jaw, actually, in the first round, and uh, they stopped it to, to check on him. After, like it was weird. It was weird when they stopped it because they didn't stop the fight. They like just had the doctor come in, and then they stopped it because his jaw was broken. But like he basically finished him, and then they gave gave him a break. So if his jaw wasn't broken, he was gonna keep yeah. going. Up. Would have been a weird, a weird place to pause. Weird situation. <laughs> yeah, but then uh, he has a rematch with uh, Manel Cape, and he gets knocked out. Yeah. I haven't seen it actually, but own. we're not gonna watch it. <laughs> It's not part of the request. Uh, so the next part of the request is his fight with Hiromasa Okutubo, who is definitely a flyweight. I know him from uh, being on the Ultimate Fighter uh, flyweight tournament season. Uh, he was really good on that season. He beat uh, Zulu from EFC. He beat Adam Antolin, who's like a good regional flyweight. He beat Pantoja. He outgrappled Pantoja. It was really awesome. It took him down a bunch, took his back. Um, and then he, uh, he lost uh, a really back-and-forth fight to Tim Elliott and... If you want to see those fights, uh, I believe at least two of them are on our Patreon. 
if you scroll through the alternate commentaries, there's one with me and Zach Mikowski, uh, UFC flyweight and Bellator champion and brave flyweight. He's actually fighting this weekend. Yeah. Um, go Zach and, and their tournament. But yeah, we watched those fights together. Uh, a lot of those those tough flyweight fights, actually, not just uh, not just Hiromasa's fights. So check that out if you haven't. But yeah, he uh, he didn't get signed to the UFC, which is really weird because yeah, they signed bizarre. Pantoja. <laughs> But he beat him. Uh, and he he, uh, he lost to Kyoji Horiguchi back in 2013 and won a really nice winning streak uh, and then fought Horiguchi again at uh, Ryzen 11. They had a really good fight. And, uh, yeah, he won three in a row after that. And I believe he was challenging for the Ryzen Bantamweight title in this one. So he's a, definitely a wrestler and grappler. Yeah, I'm looking at this thumbnail. Definitely a flyweight, uh, a guy I really very, like. Very, small. <laughs> He is the angle. He looks. I'll show. I'll pull up my screen. He looks super small from this angle. Look at that. <laughs> he's not quite that small, but he's definitely a lot shorter than Asakura. Uh, and you're going to see the ways in which Asakura is able to leverage his height in this one. So it's another one where Asakura is fighting someone that needs to grapple him. So uh, a lot of the time, great counter strikers look so much better when they fight grapplers. <laughs> Then when they fight uh, <laughs> other strikers, yeah, uh, it tends to happen trace. sometimes. Um, unless you're Dustin Poirier. <laughs> yeah, unless your ring craft is terrible. So, there you have it. Um, sure, I'm ready to get this going. Two, one. Um. <laughs> he still looks tiny. He Hold looks on. Tiny. There we go. Now, they, now he looks a <laughs> little more normal size. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he's very kicky from the outside. Basically... Just like jabs and outside kicks, and then you know, tries to time his entries for active shots. Oh yeah! Ooh, good counter punch in there from Hiromasa. And nice for him that he can score a little bit on the outside of this kicking game and doesn't really need to yeah, enter into dangerous counter punching territory too much. Oh. It's probably better if you can get Asakura overreaching. Big so kick from Asakura. Without having to cover all that distance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get the reactive shots. He's got a good double, and you know he he works the cage well. So with the ropes, it's actually a little bit better to, to work a double because you can, like I said, reach through the ropes and connect your hands. Um, that happened a lot in the in the Horiguchi rematch. Yeah. Oh, big stepping in knee. We saw that in the um, Horiguchi finish too. It's the fact that uh, Asakura likes those makes it doubly dangerous for Okubo to just try to. Oof! Oh, there's the jab nice. uppercut after the high guard. So he's throwing a lot of intercepting strikes now. Yeah, a lot of things are coming up the play. middle and level changing. Nice body shot there. Yes. Call that anti-wrestling. The Hitting the body is also anti-wrestling. Three days ago. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This I is like where Ngana learned it. We're fainting about against the ropes, too, because it's uh, making it so that Okikubo can shoot reactively all that easily without the danger of the uh, upward arching strike. Mm-hmm. And here I'm also going high with the, with the kick. Makes me think that he's going to shoot off that eventually, but uh, kicking high tends to stand your opponent up, which makes it a little easier to shoot on them because it makes their base a little more narrow. Reset the... Yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, Jabbing into the lead kick, I like that. Sets kick. your hips up to kick nicely. Mm-hmm. Oof, that was big uh, lead rear uppercut. 
another skip up knee. Nasty stuff here against the ropes. Oof. Oh. That was such a loud body shot. <laughs> Asakura is doing a lot of touching the high guard to bring it yeah, up and then just punching around and under it and hitting the body. He's uh, throwing away a lot of jabs with his lead hand to get the high guard up too. Yeah, it's a good, good uh, high guard manipulation yeah, performance. Max Holloway would be proud. And here Moss is doing a pretty good job managing the distance when he has space, but he gets stuck against the cage, and that's when yeah. Asakura really uh Yeah, I think he's trying to like kick Asakura has his, his opportunities. Off, but it's not really giving him much. Like, oh, I like how he played that hook to the body. Oh, he's <laughs> got him with his foot hook. there. Put he could enter to the body and then he just went right off it. Mm-hmm. So maybe uh, Horiguchi watched this one. I was like, man, yeah, I mean, he was kicking you a lot. Yeah. And the size, but most of the ring craft. Yeah. No, uh, no clean takedown attempts yet from Hiramasa. He uh, he tried to catch the intercepting knee, but that was obviously a very risky thing to do. There's a lot of ducking from him. Oh, there's the prompts the knee. Nasakura <laughs> seems pretty quick at making those sorts of reads, but it's also like Ogikubo's not presenting much of a threat that isn't that. Yeah. Yeah, did a pretty good job adjusting his high guard, just angling it off to get the to catch the shot with his elbows instead of getting punched around it. So it's not it's a static high guard and he's not moving it a lot, but he's moving himself so that the guard yeah, is in a different spot. It's pretty tough for a high guard to deal with this kind of thing, especially when you're not the most reactive counter threat. But... Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah Hiramasa is a smart fighter. He's not... Oh, Nasty. gets clipped to that uppercut oh, there. God. Oh, big, yeah, big step good. in knee. They should probably just stop that. Like, um, he went down really hard. No. Soccer kick, soccer kick, damn. It makes it yeah, so that's... hard to recover if you get rocked with soccer uh, kicking. I know, I grew to like Okakubo during that fight. I haven't seen him before. Maybe it's just always seeing smaller guys against really big guys that make you want, want them to win. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I mean, there are I exceptions. Yeah, her pretty bad. He hasn't taken a lot of damage in his career, thankfully, <laughs> though, so it's, it's all right. Attacked a lot of the things that you'd expect Ogakubo to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he definitely had a good game plan coming in. He seems like a smart fighter, uh, definitely more measured, and I think just the ability to draw up the guard and, and be more thoughtful and, and you know creating positions to manipulate and exploit um, was really good. It also really played into weapons he already had, like the, the step-up knee. Um, so it was just a, a nice fight for him. Uh, me and Zach talked about this one beforehand. We're like, oh, how's it going to do? And then we watched the fight and we're like, oh, Jesus. Like, it's just, just really good. Yeah. Uh, well, a lot of stuff to punish wrestlers. Um, and, and being a high guard user definitely yeah, the replay just made it even tougher for him. It's just, it's gross. If he took, like, well, I mean, we saw it in the cape fight. You know, if you take someone who has a style like cape, it's actually a lot easier to get your wrestling entries because you have to force them to cover distance to, to get to you. But uh, Asakura really didn't need to do anything big to cover the distance to, to attack because of the height advantage. You could just kind of be a little more yeah, thoughtful with his lead hand and pressure him normally. 
he was trying to get off the ropes relatively consistently, but it wasn't something that he yeah. was super good at necessarily. I think the fact that he was so kicky made him a little more uh, nervous to maintain more space. That always makes you give up more room than you need to and gets you to the the back of the fence of the ropes faster. Yeah. (laughs) So he wins the title there. Um, I think he, I think he still, I think he still has it. Yeah. Um, Oh, okay. No, he, he lost it to Horgoose. I don't know the order of these. Yeah. He had one more. Yeah. No, uh, I'm all over the place. Yeah, but he he won another fight after this. Asakura did, and then he uh, he lost to Horiguchi in the rematch. But I mean, is Horiguchi going to stay in Rising? Are they going to try to get him back? Like, what, I I wonder what I the mean, deal is with pretty him. Pretty much anyone should have him. Like the UFC should probably try to get him. I'd rather not see him in Bellator because there's like not that many people there. But, I mean, Sergio Horiguchi isn't awful, but yeah, I, I, I think uh, like Archuleta wants to fight him. <laughs> Yeah, Sergio would be a good one. Um, I'd be into that. Everything's about. How Koji. did this become about Koji Horiguchi? Kaya Sakura. I don't. I don't really know what. Uh, I don't really know what their plans are yeah, for their Bellator's division. Yeah, apparently Bellator's trying to sign a bunch of younger guys, um, but also it's like. But you know. I don't want them to have the Bellator energy. <laughs> <laughs> so don't want to taint them with the Bellator brand. But yeah, the UFC is a. Uh, Gonna have two Bellator champs pretty soon when uh when Volkov memes and Gano yeah, and you know, breaks his leg with calf kicks. I, mean, I think I could definitely see that one happening, honestly. But... Yep. Those are both gonna happen. Which other Bellator champs do we have? Um, they're gonna sign. They're gonna sign Good Pitbull. He's gonna knock out Volk. Um, what else is gonna happen? Uh, Who are the other guys? Eddie left. Okay. Vadim <laughs> Nenkov. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree for Jan there. Go Jan. Yeah, there are no, uh, there are no Bellas or Welterweights that would pick to see even in a joke. <laughs> uh, Musashi will come back and he'll beat Izzy because he's a goat. Is he really a Bellator champ though? Probably not. Comes back and easily grapples Izzy. Smart, smart. All right, well, this this has been this Kai Asakura commentary. Uh, I'm definitely going to watch that uh, yeah. that, that Menel Cape rematch because uh, that was a super interesting dynamic the first time, and it would be cool to see what the changes were. Um, but, yeah, this was a, a Patreon request from, from Kobe. Uh, thank you, buddy. And you can stop <laughs> harassing me now. And uh, <laughs> yeah, harass me about something else. Yeah, I mean, you can run back the Toporia request. I don't mind. He's like, you'll, you'll break them down eventually. I'm like, maybe I won't just to, to squeeze money out of you. Um, yeah, everybody you know, file your taxes, you know, get your tax returns, and then uh, Avoid spend your tax, your tax, return, tax return money, money on, on, on fight site requests. requests. <laughs> Ask Shriram how to avoid your taxes. He'll help you out. Um, he'll save you from the IRS. It'll be fine. I don't know what, what the tax services are in I'm sure other, other countries, countries but like they calculate your taxes for you. So there's no wiggle room, but in America, you can just like depreciate your house every year. As I was saying that, I like before I said like, what do they have in other countries besides the IRS? I was questioning it because it's like, <laughs> does the I and IRS stand for international? Like it doesn't, I knew it didn't. I knew it didn't, but for a second, I was like, hmm. 
Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't think the world would survive. Yeah, the IRS That's is brutal. True. Anyway, they're listening, of course. This is this has been a commentary. Uh, we'll do other ones. Subscribe to Patreon. Uh, get us to talk about fights. And we'll do it. Uh, three, cool. Two, you want to count us down? One, download.